listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest magic news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Hey guys, how are you? Alright, it's midweek. I'm excellent. It's Excellent. 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 Excellent in Mexico. I am, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Midweek, beginning of the month. Yes. Well, it's the first of November now, but that's not going to mean anything to people listening in a few it's, days from now. It's, it's all true. Saints Day, is it? Yeah. Is that right? It's hump day. Yeah. Hump day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad October's over. Why? It was, it was getting a little bit spooky towards the end. Like. It was, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was about it, though. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it was pretty spooky for me. Last night was Halloween, and I was walking through my sort of... Uh, you know, lovely working class area mm-hmm. that I live in, and a lot of a lot of scary bonfires and kids throwing bangers around the place and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, that'll there, happen. Yeah, that's, that's a real spooky stuff for Halloween. Not all this <laughs> ghosts, and goblins. Nonsense. We we got a lovely fireworks display at the at the window there. Oh, did you? Yeah, that's good. Well, not personally for us, but I mean, there was one, and we saw it also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good thing personally for you. We ignored the children knocking on the door because we didn't have any sweets. Oh, that's good. And right? if we did that's have good. sweets, we'd eat them. Yeah. yeah, we brought we had win, loads win. of sweets, but uh, no kids called the word our door. We we're right oh. down the we we're right down the end of a cul-de-sac, and we didn't have any decorations. And your house looks so. very imposing. It does, yeah, spooky house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Halloween. It's supposed to look. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I stayed in and drank cans and drafted in the strat. Nice, um, nice. It was, yeah, very spooky. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I had to drop out um, in the second back because it was getting too spooky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you didn't know, you didn't open a Liliana, so. No, actually. Too many ghosts and vampires. Yeah. So I drafted twice. Yeah, yeah. I drafted twice. The first, so basically, it's a format people love so much because obviously it's very spooky. But also, there's like there's lots of different things to draft. Like even when, when packs are being passed here, I'm like, oh my god, I wish I was in this deck and that deck. There's so many different things you can do. Mm. So in the first pack, I started putting together like um like a black red sacrifice deck. So yeah. obviously, black red vampires is like the obvious thing. Then there's also like uh, some sacrifice outlets. There's um, threatened effects. And then there was um oh there's a uh, Alters reap and stuff, so I'm like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I know that black red, black red sacrifice isn't usually great in draft in limited anyway, but this deck is coming together. And I, I wonder if, if there's any big payoffs. And then the second pack, I opened them. Maybe a Valeran. So like, oh, that's, this, is, this is perfect for this deck. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was really sweet. And yeah, she just wins games for herself. Yeah, yeah, that card is absolutely absurd. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so yeah, then the second draft was a deck. I was like really foundering around, not knowing what I was doing. There was nothing really open. I didn't know what was. Going on already, and then I, I was picking some Delvers on his Delver secrets. And <laughs> this I take card, yeah, yeah. Like, I know, I this, 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 this <laughs> is across the front. It's not even that good in drafts, is it? I don't think, no, I don't think it is because it kind of makes it. And then I, because you need so many, yeah, so and there's, I, there's a few instances of sorceries, matters, cards. And I was like, they were coming to me, and I was like, I mean, if this is a deck, like the blue red deck, same way the blue red deck in Shadows was a deck, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. I think this might also be a deck in. In, in original Innistrad but like the, the quality of the cards were so low and I just wanted more features and it was terrible yeah, yeah. then Turpak opened Soundcaster Mage um, <laughs> so I was, yeah, I was like this is this is fine I went, I went to O2 Drop but um, yeah, cause my deck was, 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 was terrible but at least you have Soundcaster yeah. Mage now here we go down to 10 <laughs> tickets on Magic Online currently yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Up, so, yeah something yeah. up to the tree yeah. and Liliana, Liliana's down to the budget price Liliana. of 57 tickets or something nice. like that Jesus yeah, yeah. It's going to go back up to like 70 tickets or something. Yeah, that's going to bounce back up yeah, once, once it's over. Oh, such a cool format. No, not bounce, it's sacrifice. That's how it is. Yeah, it was cool. That It's it's done now, I believe. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Well, that's, yeah that's it's done. Last night. Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's Andrew Gondlet is uh, in place of it now. Oh. But, uh, I know, yeah. I, 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 because I never drafted it before, and I never, this is my first time even doing a flashback draft. And at first, I I was reluctant to start it because I was like, ah, people will know this format way more than I do. Mm. I'm just gonna lose, which I did. But <laughs> I, I I was so much fun. It's kind of like seeing the packs come into it and seeing what different things you could do. Mm. Uh, I think it would have been I would have been so excited if that was like if the, if the weekend if the weekend was like the release week of a new standard format or a new mm. a new a new set, uh, and it was that because kind of comparing the excitement of that to the excitement of. Vampires, Merfolk, dinosaurs. And yeah, I don't. I don't understand the magic online why you can't set up like private draft pods. Yeah, yeah. Like, to yeah. play with friends, to with packs that you own or like phantom. Well, like packs that you own, or just buy into like a normal draft. You know, okay. Yeah, you know? yeah. Draft whatever format you want. Because yeah, just... or even just during whatever drafts are legal at the time. Like, because I would have liked to draft oh, okay, in a strat, right. but like not against people who played it originally. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, like, I would like to be able to 
like because you can't really buy boxes of those cards in real life because they're yeah, insanely like expensive. expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is what I'd ideally like to do. Yeah, uh, but like, yeah. yeah, it'd be cool to. You could probably get eight people together that you know to play a draft on Magic Online. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah, you know, yeah, that so. makes that's, yeah. A, that's an interesting. I, idea, I think actually. it's yeah. I think something people would be calling out for for ages. Uh, really? Yeah, this is even. Yeah, even have like a regular draft group, or yeah, yeah. Some people, some people might be, might just have random packs lying around. Um, from, yeah, like from from interview standards, uh, like I mean, lying around under count. Yeah, yeah, do a chaos yeah. draft or something like that. We'll pack yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be sweet. One, one of many things I would like for Magic Online. Yes, yes. I'd also like it to remember my username and password, so I don't have to type it in every time. Yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, but it's great. Always security, arena. you know. There's always arena. Think we'll be able to do chaos drafts in arena. No. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you can. I hope it is a better experience in general. I presume it will be for drafting. What if it's like Hearthstone draft? Uh. I think the way they have it set up in Eternal is quite good. I don't know if you've played that. No, I've played a little bit, but not the draft. What's the... The way it works in Eternal is um, you get... you. It's like Arena in that you're not in a live draft with other people. You just mm. take your picks like mm. at your own pace whenever you want. But the packs you're being passed are packs <clears throat> that someone else has taken picks from. All right. Okay. So... Yeah. So it is like a draft. You get one less card in each pack as it goes mm. your way. And then mm. the second pack, you're getting packs that someone else opened coming back the other way. And so, well, actually, right. I'm not sure if that's true for Eternal, but it should be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so basically, it means that like you're like you can still get signals like colors being cut and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's but it's more casual and you're not like under time constraints to draft. Sweet. That sounds yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's also a very good uh, like draft game and stuff in general like mm. there's good limit, the limited formats and stuff I've played of it have been quite good and stuff mm-hmm. I recommend that game in general yeah. cool it's very magic-y yeah it, it does look very like magic yeah it is yeah halfway between magic and art stuff yeah I haven't played it in ages now I must go back and try out the new mm. stuff they've added mm-hmm. but, uh, I think they had a Halloween event actually oh did they it was spooky. like yeah. a four horsemen of the apocalypse type thing oh too yeah, spooky that's too spooky god <laughs> yeah, yeah. too spooky for me um <laughs> Did you get up to any spooky activities over the weekend? Um, I don't know what I did. No, I was going to do karaoke and then... Spooky karaoke? Yeah, it was too spooky. Spooky yoke Yeah, I'm sure there's a good one in there, but I can't yeah. think of it right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, everyone forgot to... Nobody booked. Everyone thought someone else booked the oh. karaoke place. Oh, and classic. Yeah. The bystander effect. Yeah, it was, it was like a sitcom and everywhere was booked out. And yeah. so I played some board games instead. Not oh. spooky board games. Oh, that's good. Oh. Played some Cosmic Encounter, which is a brilliant game. Oh, yeah. That sounds yeah. No? Yeah. There's some. It's uh, everyone plays. It. it was made in the '70s originally, weirdly, but it's a really good game. Yeah. Which most oh, games yeah. made in the '70s board games, I think, probably haven't stood the test of time. Yeah. <laughs> but this one really has. Everyone gets a, a different alien race. There's like a, over a hundred different races, I think, oh. and each alien race has a power that like affects the game in some way, as some part of the rules or something yeah. like that, mm. and so they vary from like pretty benign stuff like you know your ships get plus one power or whatever to like some alien races actually change like the win conditions of how each player wins the game and like the the core mechanics and stuff like that it's really really fun that's cool and it's kind of like it's political but you can't form long-term alliances because each player has to attack a random opponent every turn and stuff like that okay uh yeah it's very cool it's a very good game Mm. so i played that highly recommend it yeah nice what any spooky oh. Well, apart from... Like, yeah, um, yeah, I went to uh, Whelan's on Sunday night to see yes. Fan Club. Yes. Uh, our mates uh, are in, in a band and they're doing fairly well. Um, and they had a great gig. Um, and yeah, there's lots of people the dressed spooky. Right. It is, yeah, the end of UK and Ireland tour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it, was, it was a great night. Um, great way to spend the weekend. Good stuff. Yeah. They sound like a spooky band. I know, yeah, fine, yeah that's yeah, right. It's it's fine Club. Yeah. yeah. F-A-N-G yeah. Club. Bunch of spooky Draculas. Were they dressed up? Actually, no, they weren't. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Missed a trick there. <laughs> My God, <laughs> they're far too serious for that, you know. Yeah, I went to a, a spooky Halloween party. Did you? Oh yeah. yeah, cool. Did you dress up? I did. What did you dress up as? Scooby Dooby Doo. Oh, <laughs> spooky, spooky, <laughs> spooky, spooky Doo. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's pretty good. Sonia was Velma. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, cool. We were there was like a, a vote for um, best costume, mm-hmm. and our friends, uh, another couple. Uh, Ronan, you know Ronan, yeah, and, yeah. and his fiance. They were they were dressed up. They were pack people. They were Mister and Mrs. Pacman. Oh yeah. Oh cool. Sorry, Mister and Ms. Ms. Right. Pacman. Yeah, yeah. Ms. Pacman. Is it Ms. Pacman? I believe so. I'm not sure in the lore if she ever changed to Mrs. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and they won, right? And they, they, it was really good, right? But uh, most people voted for them together as a couple, right? Uh. Now, I didn't get any votes. <laughs> <laughs> Rigged. In fairness, I was wearing brown clothes and I had some ears and a Scooby-Doo collar. That's, okay. That's, 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 that's about as far as I went. Which is your evening wear anyway. Bit of fake. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but Sanya was really good and one person voted for Sanya but not for me. Oh my God. And they were like yeah, Velma. Yeah. And I was like, not Velma and Scooby, no. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't stretch that far. There you go. That's hilarious. So basically I was robbed um, and yeah, I'm still still annoyed about it. You're um, boycotting <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, basically. You would have won it if it wasn't for those pesky kids. Exactly, mm. exactly correct. I don't. I think that's the wrong way. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, uh, no. Okay, so we have oh, yeah. a few things to talk about. We have to talk about magic. Oh yeah, right. Grand. Okay, we, we almost forgot that. Um, okay, so we had uh, the reveal of a, a few different promo cards. Um, for different things we have some changes in the way GPs are being run and then we're going to be giving our turn report and our deck of the week so will we hit the well maybe will we hit the GP changes first maybe yeah, yeah sure okay so the GP changes are as follows so the, you know this is now Channel Fireball run all the GPs mm-hmm. right so they're they're the exclusive partner with Wizards so after much deliberation They've come to a new way to cut to day two. So now GPs are going to be only eight rounds on day one instead of nine. So it's one round shorter on day one just to try to cut down the time. And the cut to day two is six and two. Yeah, it was six and three. Yeah, it was six and three previously. And a few years before that, it was seven and two. Yeah. So they've basically sort of found the middle ground between the two, which is to remove a round, but also make it a stricter entry you can take one less loss going into the to get into the second day yeah so basically like the i i suppose if you're x and three in a gp going into day two you you basically you can't make top eight pretty much you can't make top eight and it's going to be probably very difficult for you to even cash the gp yeah i think Uh, i think you can go like you can end up going like 11 and four you can still give one loss i think in day two and and cash but if your losses are early, like your breakers are probably going to be not great in, True, a, in a big well, event. Yes, yes. but so. it, it might be worth it for you for pro points or something. Anyway. Sure, for the people looking for pro points, I think it is. But yeah. from what I've heard from like grinders is that like they basically felt like they were already out of the tournament, but they had to play it out when they were going into day two at six and three. Mm. Um, so I think I think it's just a good change overall. Personally, like it'll make day two kind of feel more exclusive and competitive. Like it'll it means that like. If you do scrub out of the main event on day one, you're uh, you can like if you want to if you want to drop from the main event more quickly, you can do that. So you'll be able to get more side events in and just yeah. like relax mm-hmm. and kind of enjoy the rest of your weekend mm-hmm. rather than kind of scrabbling to get in at six and three and know that even then you're just kind of hanging it's on. It's kind of feel bad, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, kind of if I take my first lo- loss, my next loss in the first round of day two. I can maybe go go and run and sign up for the PTQ. Yeah, like yeah, then it's like, exactly. yeah. I think it's nicer to just have your to just to just just get it over with, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, and the, yeah. Have Put a, you out of, out of your misery. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it also makes the day slightly shorter, which is a lot better. Um, yeah, and, you know, there, yeah. there's going to be, I guess, fewer players in day two then as well. So that also makes day two shorter, even though there's an extra round added on. I mean, it's not going to be shorter. It's going to be longer. Rounds week, but yeah. maybe not as long. Yeah, yeah, the rounds should conclude reasonably on time. Hopefully. Yeah, you'll have less less rounds going to fewer rounds going to time. Yeah, with, yeah. with less matches going on. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what it means. Buys will be more. We'll will have high, bigger weight to them. Uh, is that right? Is that I true? I mean, they're so they're obviously like your buys are a larger percentage of your yeah, day of one your matches day one, that are yeah. played. Uh, so yeah, in, in that sense, well, you also so. need a larger percentage of wins in day one, right? Anyway, all, yeah, yes. but no, I think it's just—I mean, it's all upside for for buys, definitely. Yeah, sure. Like you only have to go four, four wins. Yeah. Well, so you go four and two, you make day two. If you're in the pro players club, you can. Oh, you can have three three, buys three Yeah, jeez, yeah, that's pretty crazy, isn't yeah. it? Go three and two and make day mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you got three buys, you probably deserve <laughs> three buys, to be maybe, honest. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, so that's how it works for constructed GPs, but it actually works differently for limited GPs. So for limited GPs, it will remain nine rounds on day one, but there's going to be a cut 
after six and or after after eight rounds, everybody with with a record worse than six and two will be eliminated from the GP, mm-hmm. and then all the players who are six two or better will play an additional round. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So it's obviously a much reduced round. Yeah. And then come back for day two. As all those people, even if they lose that final round, is that right? Uh, come back for day two. Oh, I don't know even if they lose that final round. Let me investigate that. Yes. Um, that does make sense, though, in that they can't add an additional round onto day two because it's usually two drafts. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's why it's yeah, awkward. Yeah. <clears throat> so it makes more sense to have it done with the sealed decks on day one. I think that's that makes sense to me as well. Yeah. Uh, Having to play an extra round of sealed doesn't sound like the greatest no, surprise no. in the world, though. <laughs> Or I guess it's not next. It's the same man you'd played before. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's much the same for limited players, I think. Yeah, so it's all, all players who are 6-2 or better after the 8th round will then... So all players who are worse than 6-2 would be eliminated after the 8th round. Yeah. All players who are 6-2 or better play round 9, and then all those players are invited back for day 2. So day 2 so, basically just starts on the evening of day 1. Basically, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you, and you play it with your sealed deck rather than doing draft. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 So... It also gives the opportunity then for people who lose that final round after the six and two cut. They can like let's say let's say yeah. you get in at six and two and then you lose that last round. Yeah. You can still decide to drop then if you want, which means fewer players then again in day two. Do you get your six packs if you decide to drop then for your draft? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. well, <laughs> I'm playing it out. I highly doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. If, 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 you're, if you're practicing for a DP, you probably have mountains of, of packs. True, true. Are open packs. Um, I wouldn't say the average player opens that much product for a limited GP. Three, really? I'd, yeah. I'd say the average GP competitor is just just doing a normal amount of drafts. Yeah. yeah. You know, like most, I mean, like the super grinders aren't going to be the average player at a GP. You know. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Um, this also affects team GPs. So team GPs will be uh, the same thing again. So six two cut in day one, and then you just play six rounds on day two instead of seven. Yeah, because cool. team GPs were always one round shorter anyway. Yeah, yeah. so I, th- I think it's good all round. Do you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think it's fine. The, the the limited one is kind of awkward, but I mean, I think it's better than the way it is now. Yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, I think it's grand. Uh, but shall we move on? We uh, yeah. Well, there were also oh, the, yeah. Well, they also announced the full Grand Prix schedule, so I'll link that in the show notes, um, sure. and people can have a look at that. You know, plan your plan your GPs next year. Um, nothing huge of note there. I don't think there's, there's, there's the, a couple of multi GP weekends. There's the team trios the GPs. Yeah, so like yeah. The, that's that's the big thing for all next year is is team GPs mm-hmm. and team events in general. They're they're really pushing team team events cool. next year. But the team these would be the first team trio GPs, correct? Like the three different formats. Yes, they will. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a new thing. Exactly. Well, that was already announced. Yeah, that was already yeah. announced. But yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, they've scheduled yeah. lots of extra GPs. And then the other thing that happened was they they made some changes to RPTQ invites. Like they just tweaked the numbers around a little bit. Mm-hmm. So you know they 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 announced that scaling system for oh, RPTQ invites yeah. only a few months ago. Yeah. And it was like if you have over ninety three player ninety three or over, you then the whole top eight gets invites. Yeah. Um it's between like fifty six and ninety three, then the top four get invites, which is the typical one. Yeah. Um but I think they just tweaked the numbers around there. Yeah. Um, okay. Of of exactly how many players you need to get to get the extra yeah. invites or whatever. Um again that'll be linked in the in the show notes. Um so along with this they also announced some new promo cards. Uh, so the uh, horrific Progenitus promo is being upgraded to Mutavolt. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Well, great promo. Playable. Yeah. Um, so very excited for that yeah. one. Yeah. New art as well, so. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a card that goes in lots of decks as well. Like, it can go into pretty much any, any tribal, tribal deck. deck. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, that new humans deck probably wouldn't play it because it can't afford a colorless land like that, but yeah. Now, green-white humans plays it, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. And Merfolk, obviously, if you're doing any other sweet, oh, yeah. sweet tribal yeah. brews mm-hmm. in, in modern, I'm sure Mutavolt would be top here. And it's a good casual card as well. Yeah. Um, the other the other promo is Noble Hierarch. Yes. That's the RPTQ promo. That's great. That's really sweet. Yeah. yeah, really good promo. Again, new art as well. Yeah, like the normal ones are what, like 40 quid or something like normal that? Normal ones are a lot, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so. I think they're more than that, actually. Are they? They might be. Got it. Not 100%. So these ones will probably be what, like... 
60 to 70. Yeah, they're not really going to affect the price that much, are they? No, but they're just really nice value. Yeah, they're a good promos, reward yeah. for people getting into RPGs, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then also on the subject of promos, uh, Wizards revealed the promos for the store championships, which is happening the last week of December. Yeah. So under this new system, the promos for the the store championships, because the store championships are happening happening at the end of the set. Of the, you know, the set's life uh, as the newest set instead of at the start the promo is actually going to be from the next set yeah mm-hmm. so this particular promo is Galta Primal Hunger Ooh. pretty cool what is He's it a big dinosaur guy yeah so he costs 10 green green for a 12-12 trample great well, sold already legendary done. legendary, oh, yeah, he's, legendary. he's an elder dinosaur elder, elder dinosaur yeah that's cool so, never seen that before cool. except on dragons that's what EDH stands for isn't it elder dinosaur <laughs> elder dinosaur highlander yes yeah. that's the one it does now anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah so that that would be a pretty bad card but <laughs> so uh, Galta costs X less to cast where X is the total power of creatures you control yeah it's pretty cool so super ferocious yeah yeah, people have been uh, brewing already, just in with current standard cards, trying to yeah. trying to break this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you can get this out pretty in kind of a lot of different types of deck. You can get it on turn what five? Turn six. I think turn three is the fastest you can get it. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. But it, so it's you know. like two craft exemplar, turn one mm-hmm. into turn two a green land plus uh, heart of Kieran. Okay. Into turn three. Another Greenland, another Toolcraft Exemplar, beginning of combat, you get, get two triggers, yeah. and then crew your Heart of Kieran with the, with the Summoning Sick, well, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, so post-combat, you'll have two three-power Toolcrafts and, and your four-power Heart of Kieran, so that's ten. Yeah. And then your two Greenlands makes Galta. Well, uh, but you've tapped that. one of your Greenlands for the, for the second one-drop. No, 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 because that's white. Yeah, but you, it's 12 mana overall, right? You only have 11 mana then. No. You go turn one to a craft, turn, turn two. Turn one to a craft, turn two, green land plus hard of Kieran. Oh, sorry, you have three lands. Turn three, two. green yeah, yeah, land sure. plus... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's the most magical Christmas land that you can get, I think. I yeah. think you can also do it all growth dryads, but then you have rampant growth your opponent like three times. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> seem the best. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't seem the best. And then they walk the plank, they make the giant yeah. elder dinosaur. Get off the boat. Yeah, <laughs> you can't swim. No. Those little arms. <laughs> yeah. I think I thought in, in like you know the, the John Gods kind of list that had um, yeah. like the God, like the gods work pretty well with it that they're yeah, the God, and overpowered. Yeah, exactly. Um, yes, yeah, um, that's a big. Yeah, so like just I think just Ronus and Hard Gear and, and vehicles like yeah, yeah exactly same kind of thing. Yeah, it's pretty great with the Register Alpha as well. It is. Yeah, yes, that's, that's what seven power by itself. Eight uh, power. That is seven power by itself. Seven power by itself, and it gives this guy haste. Yeah. What? So, like, that's insane. It's seven power by itself, and it gives him haste, but you could also, you know, you can play Register Alpha early for off the, the dinosaur guy. Sure. Yeah, he yeah. taps for two, basically, to, for that Yeah, guy. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, both of the dinosaur ramp guys tap for two, Yeah, basically, for this guy. Yeah. Um, the Drover of the Mighty taps for four, technically, <laughs> if you have another dinosaur. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So you can do something like... Very modest, like this mm-hmm. is not even very Christmas landy. It's like Drover the Mighty turn two, Ripjaw Raptor turn three, this guy turn four. That's right, that works, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. So you play four lands and you have seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's 11. Seven, 11. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, no. You play Memnite. Seven, 11. Oh, no, and then the guy taps for one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So 12, yeah. It's more like Thanksgiving land than Christmas land. It's, yeah, exactly. It's much really, more attainable. Really sooner. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what do you think of this card? I don't know, I think it's pretty bad. Yeah, I think it's yeah. bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it sounds pretty good with haste and the register. It does, yeah, 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 exactly. If you can give him haste, he's really, really good. But like, also, if you can give Carnage Tyrant haste, he's also pretty good. Do you know yeah, what I mean? but like, you can double block Carnage Tyrant and kill it, maybe. Yeah, you're right. You, like there's there's no never, this never dies in combat to yeah, anything ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the six toughness in on, on Carnage Tyrant mm. is a bit of a liability, but at least you know that Carnage Tyrant cannot be yeah. messed with until combat. Yeah, that's true. Nothing. Yeah. That, whereas if you tap over this guy and he doesn't have haste, yeah, and then they wrath your board or whatever, so you overcommit to the board to get more power to cast this guy. They yeah, cast right. the guy, and they wrath you, and then you have another one in your hand, and now it costs. Oh yeah. <laughs> but what if you uh, flip it to Combustible Gearhulk? 
That's pretty good. Two of yeah. them. That's pretty good. I think, yeah. <laughs> is that the highest converted Man of God's card in standard? Like yeah, it's Emerald's gone, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, Combustible Girl is also six power, so it reduces this guy to six. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I wonder, if you play Combustible Girl in a deck that has green in it, your yeah. opponent will never let you... Well, will always let you draw the cards. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, it could just be in there. It could hit two of them. <laughs> this card exists now. All right. Making this red-green ramp deck with yeah. this Combustible Girl. There we go. Galta Primal so Hunger... Yeah, Gishath. Gishath, yes. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. What is, what's his power? Eight, seven, something like that. It's, I think it's eight. Yeah, I think it's eight. It's eight, 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 is the other promo that they revealed, which oh, yeah. is actually the Magic Open House promo. So mm -hmm. oh, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is another thing, is that the store championships no longer has an uncommon promo for all participants. It's just the rare promo for all participants. That's so cool. Everyone yeah, just gets the rare. Yeah, yeah. And great. then top, obviously, winner still gets the play mat, which, as we mentioned on a previous episode, yeah. I think is the map of Ixlam. It's, it's really cool. It's so really cool. nice. Yeah, yeah. Really detailed, yeah. And the top eight get deck boxes. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're, they look like the basic Ultra Pro, like kind of three euro plastic mm -hmm. deck boxes, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, I think it's I, I always want more deck boxes. Do they have anything identifying on them that to show that it's a, a, oh, it's a, a store championship? It, well, oh. it's, it's a particular art, which yeah. I assume won't just be sold. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. It's like, yeah. I think it's nicer to get st st like prizes like that. that uh, I mean, the, the good thing about a deck box and a playmat is that you can keep using them. Yeah. Whereas yeah. cards just, you know, don't get played or, or they rotate out yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, so. I, think, I think these are great prizes. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Because people yeah. are proud to use them, you know, when they get yeah. Their, yeah. their top eight thing or their winner thing. And the art for the deck box is a sphinx, which people are speculating to be the big flying beastie oh. that took away the immortal sun in the storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So assume I'm assuming that this is going to be a legendary creature with interesting abilities that nice. people are going to like. So I think people probably like yeah. that deck box. It's probably a 12-12 with trample and... Uh, cost 10 white-blue. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> For the amount of birds you control. <laughs> but, uh, it could be Drake. No, they're Drake's. Damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be him. Um, because Jace lost his memory, it could be your man, the Sphinx, who tutored him. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Al Harrison. Al Harrison. Al Harrison. <laughs> no, what was, what was his Al name? Al Hammerett. That's what I, yeah. yeah. I was going to mix up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's right. I, I, well, I'm not totally sure, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, be sure in magic. Yeah, whatever. Um, sorry, so the do you, guys, do you guys know, just speaking of uh, never, yeah. never be sure if people are dead, do you know uh, the Urborg tomb of Yogmoth story about why that card is what it is? No. Because it's Yogmoth's tomb? Yeah, but that was... Are you talking about mechanically or... No, like flavor-wise. Okay. That, that uh, Yogmoth, or sorry, Urborg wasn't supposed to be dead. They sent the artist... No, Urborg is a place. Or sorry, Yogmoth wasn't supposed Not, to. Be yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, they sent uh, they sent the artist a pro uh, a name of a card to draw, and it was Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth, and he oh thought it said God. Tomb, oh. so he drew a tomb. So then they had to retcon it so Yogmoth <laughs> was dead in the story because they just had this painting of a tomb. That's amazing. That is sweet. Yeah. That's I heard that before anyway. Maybe that's a total lie. Maybe someone will be really mad but listening. Maybe. Right. maybe. But at, I, feel, yeah. I think that's the case though. Yeah. It's pretty well, sweet. the thing that I might <laughs> I might say there is that wasn't Urborg already like a place in Dominaria before this card was made? Or was it? Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah, also yeah. don't know. I thought it was supposed to be... Yeah, anyway. I heard All that of before. our Vorthos experts have to... Yeah, yeah. yeah us or something here because we're lost. We're yeah. a bit lost. Pre-mending, I'm, I'm lost when it yeah. comes to post-mending Post-mending, well. I'm lost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mending. What, what is the mending? Pre-KTK, I'm lost, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, M15, I, I, I'm, I have, a, have a handle on the storyline of M15. Yeah. Rafa too. Retro Boogaloo is when I kind of come in. Yeah. Yeah. I know the original Zendikar storyline and that's it. I stopped caring before that. And what is the original Zendikar storyline? Oh, just a load of lads just <laughs> running around looking for black lotuses. Maps, traps and chaps? Yeah. Looking for black lotuses? Yeah, you is get black lotuses. You can get, in Zendikar packs, you can get black lotuses. Oh, right, yeah, 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 the hidden treasures or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what was the actual storyline of just Zendikar the plane before the Eldrazi came along? I mean, there wasn't really. That was kind of a time when magic was transitioning to doing stories, wasn't it? Well, like, in Zendikar... I mean, the, the 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 Eldrazi have already been, like, locked away by Ugin before he ever... Yeah, like, when when, when the players arrived on yeah, Zendikar... that's already happened. That had happened. So, Zendikar was just wild adventure world. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, D&D-inspired world. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was no... Well, I don't know. There was, was there a storyline there? Yeah, there was, like, the vampires fighting the allies or whatever. Yeah, but... Yeah. The, the world... Not, the world... Not, I think, is it? Yeah, the world woke. 
the world week. Get woke. Get woke. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I, I know. Yeah, I know that uh, Jace and Chandra and Sarkhan met in the Eye of Ugin. I know that that happened. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know why anyone's there. Yeah, I don't know. Jace was he was four mana and he was very good at four abilities. Great <laughs> seeing I know all the lore guys don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jace the Mind Sculptor, um, if anybody hasn't seen the the newest video from the Magic Man Sam, very 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 good. It's very, very so good. Yeah. Guy who does a, a bunch of very well edited uh, well edited video essays about magic on YouTube. I'll, I'll link it in the in the show notes again. It's yeah. called the Boogeyman. It is. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Actually, Jace pretty chilling, the Mind yeah. Sculptor is Magic's Boogeyman. Mm. Um, it includes a lot of really funny things of Chap- Patrick Chaffin yeah. talking about Jason. <laughs> so good, actually. Uh, yeah. Which is probably the best part. Yeah. Would you say this um, video is better than all? I would say this video is better than yeah. uh, most. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, uh, it is better than all. Yeah, yeah. It was just favorite wise whenever Jason Wine Sculptor um, fate seals, when he fate seals your opponents, I always imagine it's like Jason Wine Sculptor re- reaching over and tapping him on their head. Like, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I can keep that card. It's nice. Yeah, so. forget this. Forget yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, <laughs> the final promo oh, yeah. is the Magic House open or Magic Open House promo, and it is Silvergill Adept, Ooh. and they confirmed that it is being reprinted in standard. It's not just a modern reprint. Okay, pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty pretty decent power level for Merfolk. They definitely needed some. some yeah, I mean, this could be enough to bring the deck or bring the yeah bring the deck into its playability in standard. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like almost there. The problem with blue green is there's just no removal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you could play like Teamer Merfolk and play Harness Lightning. I don't know. Yeah, but then you get into the whole thing of like, oh, this energy card is just better than this Merfolk, and this energy <laughs> yeah. card is better than this other Merfolk. <laughs> oh, or, 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 right? You could play, um, uh, what's the color combination called? Sultai uh, Merfolk, oh, yeah. and play Winding Constrictor, because all the Merfolk have, like, oh, not yeah. all the Merfolk, but a lot of them have counter synergy. Yeah, Walk the Plank is really good in your deck, because if you cast it on your own creatures, it won't kill them. Why, why would you cast it on your own creature? You get Mind Slavery. Yeah, yeah. Emrakul comes back. From the, from <laughs> it gets unbanned. Yeah, well, yeah. But it rotates. <laughs> <the stamina. laughs> yeah. Re-rotates. Yeah. What's the yeah, I think of... they could safely unban it now. Yeah, yeah it'd be fine, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, it's banned and block constructed. Yeah. I was trying to think of the opposite of rotates and came up with totates, but that's not... No, no. <laughs> what no. is the opposite? Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, any other thoughts on Silver Girl Adept? Yeah, I think... Um, Standard. But should we, should we say what that card is? It's a it's a two one for one two. two. Uh, whenever you play it, you either have to or when you yeah when you cast it, you either have to pay an additional three mana or reveal a Murpho card from your hand. Yeah. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, draw a card. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it's a it's a so on his body is a two mana two one. Two yeah. mana two one. Yeah. Draw yeah. A two one. Draw yeah. a card. Enter the battlefield. And it's all it's all, it's all on, yeah. additional cost. Yeah. So so the additional cost is like it. Oh, obviously the business is a card everyone's everybody's modern is very familiar with but I'm, in this context of standard it's like would you rather well it's you know, obviously the downside is you have to build around it a little bit and mm-hmm. you have to reveal your revealing information from your hand and sometimes you might have a merfolk in your hand I mean it's a, yeah it's unplayable if you don't yeah. have a merfolk in exactly. your hand essentially yes so like, what about like a 3 mana 3-2 three, that draws a card and gives you energy instead <laughs> yeah or you don't have more. to reveal a card from your hand the only deck build the construction is playing green well, <laughs> sure <laughs> <laughs> what can I say um, I mean the, that's a 3 drop rather than a 2 drop that is a big yeah, difference yeah yeah. I mean when you're playing this guy you're pretty much always going to have the the other merfolk sure yeah yeah. So, this is, this is uh, and, and this essentially gives you 8 copies of the same card because merfolk branch walker is a very similar card oh yeah, yeah and it's yeah. really good too yeah Ooh, so like yeah. you have those 4 or sorry those those, those 8 creatures you can play Metallic Mimic as well. Kamena's yeah. so Speaker, is that what it's called? You can play Kamena's Speaker oh, yeah. as your one drop, yeah. You can, Ugh. God forbid, you can play Jungle Herald Jungle, or what? Jungle, Jungle, Jungle Delver. Delver, yeah, Jungle yeah. Delver. Um, Delver of Jungles. Yeah, it doesn't deserve the name. And, uh, and it's a one mana one one. It's, yeah, that's sure. it's bigger. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's the same, yeah, yeah. Uh, no evasion. But it does have, no, it doesn't have evasion. Being really big is like evasion. Kind yeah. of, yeah. Uh, you got the Legend, Murphy. Yeah, you got Kopala yeah. to act as your Kira. Metallic Mimic obviously is going in this deck at the moment anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three drops, you have maybe Tashana's Wayfinder if you want. You have Vine Shaper Mystic, that's probably better. You have uh, neither Add of a Stretch, exciting, Shapers of Nature. You can play other kind of crappy cards. But no, the, the thing that interests me is uh, Herald of Secret Streams, which can sometimes win you the game oh, yeah. if you've been aggressive. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And you have counters on a few guys. Yeah. And then they're just all unblockable. It's a bit of a blowout though if they can kill it after you've already attacked. 
And yeah. then they just get good blocks. Yeah, it's really hard for like... But this, this is why Winding Constrictor might be good, because your guys mm. could just be so huge. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. But then that doesn't synergize with anything else in the rest of your deck in yeah. terms of creature type. If we're smashing, smashing black for a two-drop, that's you know, the more difficult. Yeah. Unless you just play Otter Taker and Scarbrod and... <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, we, obviously, it's, it's, it's obviously this is like a hint that there will be, well, we know there's going to be more Merfolk, but yeah. like so far, 100% of the Merfolk we've seen from this new set are good. Yeah, that is true. Confirmed. Yes. Fact. Yeah. That's fact. Uh, tested. That, yeah, fact. exactly. Modern anyway. Tested. So it doesn't look like vampires are getting any love, though. No. Well, you never know. Yeah. yeah. We're humans. Not so far. Yeah. No no human love. No, no. no. Uh, what are we talking about next? Well, there was another card, wasn't there? Well, no, that's it. No, that was sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, people get to mention Manafort on the radio. I assumed it was magic card. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. Uh, Manafort is not a magic card. Uh, maybe one day. Who knows? It sounds like one. It does. Okay. Uh, that's mana fault. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Mm. All right, go on. <laughs> um, okay, we move on to our tournament report? Yes. All right, Alan. Oh, I... I I won. That's what it's, I just wanted to get that out first. <laughs> I've been I've been losing a lot lately, guys. I I, I didn't do well at the to get that out. I didn't do well at the storm Invitational. I went two two in standard last Thursday. Uh, I got blown out by a dinosaur deck. Um, <laughs> so, so first of all, in standard, I was. This is the moment I decided that my magic was. I was attacking with a. I was attacking into an empty board. Uh, with a, it was and it was it was relatively relatively a new player with a, with a homebrew and as and so he taken game one. I was like, all right, this, this is going to be good. Game two, I was attacking with two. Green, Bel- Green Belt Rampage with a tree force. Uh-huh. Two tree fours and Glory Bringer. Yeah. 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 So two tree fours and, f- and Glory Bringer is attacking uh, against the empty board. I'm like, here we go. We have this. He flashes in, <laughs> flashes in, snapping sail back. <laughs> eats the tree four. <laughs> takes damage on his turn. He savage jumps and kills Glory Bringer. Oh. And he attacks with whatever it is now, a 6 6 or. Yeah, it's a 6 no, 6 7 counter from 7 7. Seven, seven. Sorry, 7 yeah, 7. Yeah. 7 yeah. 7. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. And, then, and then after that, he played. <laughs> Loaded up with a carnage tyrant. Oh my um, god! So uh, I. <laughs> savage stuff cost one. <laughs> savage cost one. It's crazy. Uh, and then the, I just had this little tree four and uh, and, the, and the carnage tyrant. Uh, and, I, I, and then I was like, oh, I'm gonna. You I'm can't gonna, even jump like that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit magic. Um, yeah, if those have been long toss goals. That's it. Yeah, that's exactly what Kevin said. Yeah, that was a dino-sized game of time. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, that person is living life. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was that person. What's, exactly. the, what's this new dino legend comes out that? Deck. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. You played it for two after. Imagine yeah. snapping in that. Snapping in that. <laughs> End of turn. Oh my god! It's five mana. That is actually. It's like yeah. um. It's like those free spells. Yeah. yeah, yeah what's yeah. that guy called? Who was got banned in poker? Uh, Peregrine Drake. Peregrine Drake. Yeah, it's like yeah. Peregrine Drake. On top. On top by your lands. Yeah. Yeah. On top by your lands. It's a five-five. Yeah. That's like brilliant. It, yeah. Jesus. Um, yes. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, you, so you took this wonderful. Dino deck to a tournament and you won. Is that <laughs> <laughs> it was a modern tournament. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so you know, on, on the on 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 the on the train on the way to Dunleary uh, in Worcester, this modern tournament was held. You know, I had my modern deck in my bag, but I was also looking up um, what decks are good at the moment in Hearthstone because you know, going to play Magic to play Hearthstone. Um, I'm actually interested. What decks are good at the moment? No, I, I, didn't, I didn't get there because I'm like oh, I can't remember my password. So, I, heard, so. I heard Bone Mare is good. Bone Mare. What's that? I don't know. Sounds too spooky. I think it's. Yeah, I think David, it's like nightmare. David, you uh, promised that we keep the spooky stuff to the start of the podcast. All right, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. We, yeah, you had enough keep going. spooky stuff from October being over. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in Dunleary, uh, it was Modern Stables tournament. Uh, top prize was a um, Force of Will. Um. So yeah, sorry, fourteen players uh, were there. Uh, so it was four rounds. Um. And uh, I won. That's yeah, so, so good. Yeah. yeah, fair play. Forceful nice. is such a nice prize. Yeah, in fact, yeah, it was, it was great. really great. Yeah, it was it was great. It was a great tournament. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I brought Eldrazi Tron, uh, which was really sweet. Uh, which and I think so. The last time that we mentioned this before that the last modern stables tournament, uh, I turned up to, uh, I turned up, I just I just turned up late. Um, yeah, and like we, we noticed that the field was even though I had Eldrazi Tron in my in my bag with me then, uh, mm-hmm. the field was like very good for Eldrazi Tron. Uh, so I, I was pretty confident bringing it in. Yeah. Um, so then. Yes, yeah, so and I, I then four, I ended up just going four zero uh, fairly. But so some some games were close, but I just felt confident going mm-hmm. all the way through. That's good. Um, Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose yeah, round was a quick uh, breakdown. Was uh, round one I played against uh, Bantel Drazi, which I think is is a pretty tough matchup because like so in Bantel Drazi they're capable of the same you know, stupid stuff that mm-hmm. um, yeah, the that fast I can do. Starts, yeah, yeah I mean, they but, get on the board faster than yeah. in the average game too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So in a way, in a way, their their starts can be even more explosive because of what they had double higher and. 
their 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 dairy ice smasher is going to attack uh, six sixes and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, it feels like they they can be beaten down pretty early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like yeah, you're all as dust that you're playing, but they're not all as dust. As oh no yeah, they're just card. dead cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Chalice of the Void kind of noble hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, even their color, yeah, even even their color creatures are are colorless. Yeah, yeah. Um, and drives the sky spawner and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I, I went into game three. In the game three, I stabilize on one life and like. When you're playing, so like knowing that they're capable of you know playing a five like trample eight style in the air, yeah, uh, you just I was just playing like really conservatively, and then eventually, uh, yeah, eventually just passive the color, passive the color on memory or just you know, shot down everything and nice. won the game. Yeah. Um, yeah, then uh, so again, game two I played against Abzan. I think, so I think Abzan is a, I think Abzan and Jund and kind of just a fair mid range decks. Or I so think it was Junk rather than Abzan Company you were playing. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, Junk, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was yeah, the Jundi Abzan. Yeah, Abzan mid range people call it now rather than yeah. Junk, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's a you know, fairly you know, that's, that is a fairly good matchup. Uh, yeah, because like they're trying to play a fake, they're trying to play a fair, fair game. Uh, you're not. Um, so yeah, and then I think in any of that, in any of those mid range matchups, uh, yeah, the basilisk color combo was also just really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, then okay, so um, what's his name is pretty good there. Big machine man. And Karn. Karn, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Karn, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah Karn's good. Yeah, they 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 have a rough time against you. Like Tarmogoyf isn't big enough. Like Lingering Souls isn't good against Reality Smasher, you know. There's, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of cards that just don't match up exactly, very well yeah. against yours. They don't even have Terminate like John does. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guys. Yeah, yeah, like Maelstrom Pulse. Yeah, yeah. Is, what Maelstrom Pulse is restricted by CMC, right? No, 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 no not permanent. Am I thinking of a broken case? Sorry, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but they they usually play more broken case than Maelstrom Pulses, right? Yeah, people usually play Maelstrom Pulses like a one-off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then, like on your your Eldrazi plays uh, main board medics, which yeah, control the graveyard. Mm. Yeah, it's really, really keep, good. Keeps their yeah. um, small. small, yeah. Um, so then in game three was against elves, and so I feel like elves is obviously you know you're playing Chalice of the Void, so you can shut down after deck. Um, yeah, if you like, draw a Chalice, you'll win the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then as well, like they can they they can still like they they, they can still get on the board, and because so I was playing against uh, it was kind of the company version of it, mm-hmm. um, so they, they can obviously still they still have a game. Uh, so it was green white, there, was it? With it was, the yeah, green white. Yeah, no, actually, it was green white, but it didn't have to combo. Mm, okay. Also, white for no reason. Wait, but no, he, he's, afterwards, he said he didn't have to combo. Ooh, Surely, if you don't that. have to combo, you want to be green black. Yes. Yeah, yeah so you can play uh, Shaman Shaman black. black. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I think that's what it was. I can't remember now. Um, that's yeah, well. Yeah, anyway, was, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah they, they can just get a ridiculously wide board and yeah. run you over with like Azuri or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's yeah, that's often one point. So that was a uh, yeah, so that, that was game one and uh, game game two and three were, were you know, also very close. I, I didn't draw my talents, which was he made more challenging, but then at the same time I, I won both of those games by uh, like having like an all those in my hand for the start mm-hmm. or, or uh Ugin and then top decking I kinda of just, you know, trying to trying to stabilize the control. And then top decking and a uh, map just to you know get Tron together mm, and okay. awesome. yeah, awesome. um, yeah. so I suppose in those cases, in, in this cases having an early chalice would have been bad, but I suppose I wouldn't be in that situation mm-hmm. oh, if yeah. I had an early chalice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's actually so oh, he played a card actually I've never seen before. It was an elf that used I know it's I think it was an elf from maybe his world week that um and so his, his his cards were in Chinese, so I, I don't know the name, he just explained what it did. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it prevents uh, effects from it protects you from effects that make you sacrifice your creatures permanence. Oh, um, it's um, I know there's an angel that does this, but I didn't realize there was, it was like a two drop or a three drop. Mm. Yeah, the original Sigarda does it. I'm not sure yeah. what the other creature yeah. is. No, I don't. Yeah, know. so in that case, like, you no, know, he was putting out his board. I had like I had uh, in my hand, and I was like, you know, oh, this is fine. I don't was bored, but I'm gonna wipe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they played, um, they played this creature. I'm like, oh, what does that do? And he told me, and I was like, oh, it's. Then I frantically checked the text on Ugin again. Yeah, so Ugin is just exiling. It's not making. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. doesn't make them sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like that easily could have been an analysis. Yeah, that would have been, been screwed. Boost. Um, yeah. yeah, so I won that, and then the final, uh, the final emboss was uh, was black white um, Gideon tribal. Uh, I played against this. Yeah. I played against an Esper version of this online the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, because it just has a whole load of board wipes, which is pretty good. Which are pretty good against uh, pretty good against me. Uh, once they stabilize, they, so they have Gideon's out and get their Gideon's because now they have a legendary rule, they can have multiple Gideon's yeah. out. And they can control the board with Gideon's. Um, Play Lingering Souls. Yeah, Lingering Souls. Yeah. And then Juru Preserver. Is that, Juru Preserver. Is that, ah, okay. Is that card? Yeah, the name sounds familiar. I probably, yeah. Yeah, probably have heard it before. You, you, you're uh, more familiar with, familiar with the Chinese name. The yes. Tajuru were the elves on Zendikar. They're okay. All, they're all called Tajuru or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, yeah, Gideon Tribal, it's. Uh, 
Yeah, so I know. So one, one, once they do stabilize, all of a sudden they're hitting you for nine each turn because yeah, you've mm-hmm. got, got uh, three drop hitting and four drop hitting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're, they're yeah, close games, but in the end I, I took it down. So on the way in, I was looking up uh, Hearthstone decks and on the way back, I was looking up leg- Legacy decks. Now I'm <laughs> You're the one, owner of a force of will. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, I'm on this day with another 2,600 euro off uh, Grix's, um, Grix's Elver. Sweet. I mean, is, is that expensive? If you're, if you're yeah. dedicated, I mean, you can certainly save up for that. Just, you know, skip buying a car. And then yeah. Car next year or something. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Whenever you're scheduled yeah. to buy a new car. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. But yeah, well, I thought maybe realistically I'll, I'll, I'll just have, like, because most, the, most, the vast majority of that is just in the mana base. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there's four wastelands and then, yeah, Trops yeah. and Underground Seas and Volcanic Islands Volcanic, Volcanics, yeah. yeah all the expensive blue lands yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but how many of those do they play? it's not like um, no, they play like one Trop two Volcanics three Underground Seas yeah something like that yeah. but you also need uh, it's like, and the rest are all fetches like, yeah, it's like yeah, but you, also, yeah you need Scalding Tarns Scalding Tarns and yeah. Yeah, plays like Skullentarn. And it's also playing like off color patches just to, just to get your uh, right. volcanic islands. Mm. Yeah, 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 well, weird, yeah. yeah. You also just want to play around like Pithing Needle and stuff like that. You yeah. got to diversify your fetches and legacy, yeah. it's, you got to worry about but it yeah. more. These are, these, are, these are things I'll learn, I'm sure, when yeah, I yeah. start playing the format. Uh, but yeah, it was a great day. This is what so, somebody who's buying into Burn was asking me. He was like, I was looking at Burn lists online. Why do people have like two Scalding Tarns and two Bloodstained Myers yeah. and three iron maces and stuff like that and I was like ah, just buy whatever fetch lands you yeah, want just, just buy, buy the cheapest really. ones it doesn't really make a difference yeah, I like, actually love having scalding turns in my burn deck because it can really confuses people yeah. like, I've had modern tournaments where I play scalding turn on turn one and pass and they play yeah. you know they they fetch a shock land and thought sees me and see a handful of lightning bolts and they're like, like oh yeah. boy <laughs> whoopsie doodle yeah. <laughs> oh dear um yeah so I got me to start getting into the and uh, went um, yeah so I went home under SEG where uh SG were streaming a documentary about um, why Dead Right Shaman is banned in modern. Mm. A documentary about that? It was a legacy open from Yeah. Live action documentary, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, it was my first time actually seeing <laughs> Get Right Shaman be played, and I was, I was, I was in shock at how <laughs> amazing it is. The card's insane. There's always comments on Reddit that are like, uh, you know, threads that are like, what if they printed a one mana planeswalker? What would it do? And people, <laughs> people just reply with, uh, attack Get Right Shaman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't just be one mana, it would be one hybrid mana. Yeah. yeah. Be, uh, it doesn't have loyalty yet, but its abilities cost mana. Yeah. But yeah, it can it be directly attacked in combat. Yeah, and it's it can true. block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can control for you. Yeah. And, like, and it prevents your opponent from attacking with their with their 1 1 goblins or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the card is absolutely yeah, outrageous. It's great. So good. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that was my first time watching Legacy. It was uh, yeah, very amusing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, I had a friend over, uh, Barry. He's probably listening to uh, sometimes listening to the show. I'm just, just teaching him how to play Magic. Him and another guy. Friend of the show. Um, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, even though, like, you know, I didn't really know what was going on, and then and he, he definitely didn't know what was going on, but I was mm-hmm. explaining kind of you know what was happening, and uh, it was it was it was interesting how like it was really easy for him to grasp like you know simple concepts like um like uh, I think it was you know, like Andrew Jess was playing against uh, El Dragon El Dragon turned one when the uh, Seaman Spirit Guide into Chalice, and I was like describing how that switches off the deck, uh, so kind of, even though it's it's it seems like a, a very complicated thing that's happening. Uh, you know, even a player with just the basics of the game can grasp stuff like that. Yeah, uh, I yeah. think this lens kind of towards an argument. People say one thing to improve the quality of streams would be to have a separate stream, like a, a, a beginner, beginner stream. stream that just has everyone be explained. But like, mm-hmm. it'd be a, be a, a good time uh, watching it. Um, I was describing the different. I was describing the surprises of different decks and the surprises of different cards and different formats. And uh, I was saying, you know, even though someone might pay like eight hundred quid for a modern deck, some people also choose to pimp their decks out. He said, "Oh, you mean like to lend them out for people and get money off them?" I'm like, <laughs> oh, well, I, "I can see what you mean, but I mean, I mean more the exhibit kind of uh, pimp rather yeah, than uh, pimp my ride." Yeah, <laughs> that kind of yeah. But uh, yeah, so um, it's a it's a whole new whole new frontier. That's not frontier. Yeah, legacy. Yeah. Uh, legacy is so great. Right. Legacy is yeah. so great. Yeah, I'll proxy some decks up too. Soon yeah, get some, yeah, just some games. It's oh yeah, nice. yeah. So I, proxy, I proxied up. Um, I proxied up Greeks's uh, Delver. I made up. I made an absolute balls of cutting the p sheets. But at least you have one real force of will. I have one real. I did not cut that. Don't cut that one. Off. No, 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 no. Please. My, my my older teacher, Mister Woods, his name was actually Mister Woods. He always told us uh, to measure twice, cut once. Mm. In this case, I I didn't measure at all. I just just <laughs> cut. put the pages in the cut and then yeah, the balls with yeah. I didn't learn. Was it wasn't good. It wouldn't work. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. All right. Will we move on to our deck of the week. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay, so our deck of the week is Four Color Energy, but not as you know it. Oh, what? It's Jabberwocky's Four Color Energy from yesterday, I believe. The 5 list yeah. yesterday. Yesterday. Um, so this is a, a an interesting Four Color Energy deck, which is more... It's more like a Sultai Energy deck with a splash of red. Yeah. Mm. Or it's actually more like kind of a black-green deck with... Well, it has a lot of blue cards, I don't know. It does, yeah. So yeah. It, it has... Instead of Cub, it has four Glinsleeve Siphoners. Uh, it has Rogue Refiner. It has Word of Virtuoso. It has three Gontis and three Scarab Gods. And then in terms of removal, it has four Fatal Push and four Harness Lightning. So the red cards in the deck are Word of Virtuoso and Harness Lightning. And the red sources in the deck are obviously the Attunes, the Aether Hubs, one Mountain, and two Canyon Slew, and two Dragon Skull Summit. And Servant of the Conduit. And Servant of the Conduit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's really interesting, this deck. It's like, obviously, he just heard that four color energy was good, so he decided to build it, but he didn't look at the list. <laughs> yeah, he didn't realize. He was like, oh, this card's really good. Obviously, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a good deck. Uh, yeah. So very foolish, and uh, yeah. I shouldn't have gone five five-up. There's no yeah. idea. <laughs> but I, I, have, I have heard it said that uh, Jabberwocky can do well with decks that nobody else can do well with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, take this deck with a pinch of salt. But it looks cool, and I tried yeah. it out last night a little bit, and today little bit on X-Mage and uh, yeah it was, it was good like Gonti's really good Gonti's really good yeah, like yeah. stopping them attacking with a Hydra bringing Gonti back with a Scarab God is pretty insane before value board, yeah. before Death Touch yeah. yeah like yeah there's a lot of cool stuff it's interesting to me that like uh, apparently Hostage Taker isn't even good enough anymore yeah for yeah. for a sort of first assault deck yeah like yeah. <laughs> that's very weird isn't it yeah it's kind of odd I do like think it was a case of people just not being able to not playing around hostage taker the first week mm. and just being taken by because it really took that SCG turn by storm and then just never showed up again basically mm. yeah, yeah so I think that really must just be because people just learned to play around blossoming defense mm. basically yeah. well, I mean people are still playing the deck the deck still shows up a little, shows up at like PBTQs it shows up online a bit a little bit it shows up well it shows up in our local meta it was there was a lot of it at nationals. But didn't yeah. do well. No, it got well, there, was one, there was one in the top eight. I think the deck gets pretty well beaten by Teamer. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. I think... Uh, there, there's like the snake version and the non-snake version as well. Yeah. I'm not anyway, sure. But we should focus, I guess, on this version. On this which one, is, yeah. Which is not even a hostage taker deck. Yeah. Yeah, so Scarab God is really good. Jam three of them if you're a blue black deck. Sorry, it also has Vraska's Contempt, which is oh, yeah, pretty yeah, big yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, then, you, you need a way to deal with Yeah, Scarab yeah, that sounds very important. And then this has Yeah. And then it has Vraska and Planeswalker. Yeah, has sorry, I forgot end. about that yeah, as well. Two, yeah, two Vraska as well. Yeah. yeah, so that's pretty sweet as well. Just like another good Vindicate effect. It mm-hmm. takes care of anything except a god, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the deck is pretty good. Like, well, we were talking a little bit off mic about. It seems weird for red to be your splash color, but you're splashing sort of cheap utility cards. You're, yeah. You're not splashing yeah. the big effect cards. Um, obviously, like it we're... seems like you you won't have your red on time. Yeah, or if you do, it'll punish you because if mm. you have to fetch a red source with a tune, your one mountain with a tune or whatever. Mm. You know, you got all these these blue cards and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. black cards. It seems yeah. like it could be tough. I don't know. I'm not really sold on the mana base. It seems pretty shaky to me. And you have a fair few double black cards as well because you have Rascal Contempt and you have um, what's his name? Gonti. Gonti, yeah. And like like two of your red sources are tap lands as well. Mm-hmm. So you can't even play Virtuoso on curve if that's how yeah. you're getting your red at the start of the game. Mm-hmm. But I suppose, yeah. I just don't understand how this mana base works to support these cheap red yeah. cards. So I think I just realized now. I think that the so yeah, we can describe Teamer as being yeah, Teamer. It's a four color Teamer deck. Is you know, Teamer flashing black for a finisher, like we said. It's mm-hmm. flashing red for an early for you know an early utility card makes less sense. But I suppose what that approach can do over Teamer black Teamer black is that this has access to um, as you know, it plays eight of the fastlands, the green fastlands. So it plays mm-hmm. all eight the green fastlands. So yeah, you'll be getting that with it. You'll be getting fastland attune. And you'll be in those cases, you probably be tuning for your turn two mountain. Mm-hmm. That'll be something that happens more often than that's true. The yeah. dream hand and team and teamer or teamer black of yeah your your sanctum into mountain or swamp. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that, that that that's something that this mana base has going for it, but mm-hmm. uh, there's not really much else aside from that because I think it's the red here is not, not as much as a free splash 
the same way we describe black being a free splash in Teamer. Mm-hmm. It's harder to get blue too, right? Because like you don't have the eight blue fast lands, so like your rogue refiner on three is going to be yeah. Well, the Teamer deck's usually by seven blue glass fast lands, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. You you only have four in this deck. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. That's the only thing that I'm. This this deck really heavily relies on Ether Hope. It's yeah. something that I've noticed while I was playing yeah. it, and that's actually okay in this version because you don't have Longtusk Cub or Bristling Hydra, which are huge energy sinks. Yeah, the I know. Only, the only real energy sinks that you do have are World of Virtuoso or potentially Glintsleaf Siphoner. Um, Glintsleaf Siphoner is not too hard on the energy, I suppose. Yeah. But World of Virtuoso, by the time if you're casting that. You probably don't need the energy sink. You probably don't need the energy for your mana base anymore. You might. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you do, it's a really bad card. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a two three. Exactly. Three. Yes. Over but, two uh, colors. I, I did notice that you generate obscene amounts of energy with this deck. Yeah. So you can just and then you just pump it all into World of Virtuoso. Yeah. There's yeah. no worrying about having to hold it back for potentially drawing a, bl- a bristling hydra and being able yeah. to pump it in response to removal or whatever. Yeah, you'll draw a card every turn with Siphoner and be able to make a top turn whenever you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah so that, that is appealing to me. And you, and you also have access to Fatal Push. So I'd say that the red matchup for this deck might be a bit better. You also have yeah. Rascal Contempt in the main. I think the red matchup is probably better if you can consistently cast Virtuoso on turn three. I'm just unsure about whether that's yeah. the case. Yes, yes. Maybe it's true. Yeah. Because, like, Glintsleaf Siphoner isn't really what you want to be blocking with against a red deck. True. Yeah. It's probably still will. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah, this is, pay, this is, this is like, pay, Well, yeah. I'm not losing life to draw cards <laughs> yeah. with it, so I might as well block. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's a two. But, uh, does this pay four for Twizzle? It does. It does, okay. Yeah. yeah that's, that's also, yeah, it's not like you're, it's not like it's, you can't play for mm. it. It's capable and, of playing uh, for it. And then this deck also does have red spells on the sideboard. Yeah. Not very many. It has two Chandra's defeat. Yeah, two Chandra's defeat. Yeah. It is nice that you have access to four duress, and you also yeah, have access to the gate and spell pierce if you want. And there's also rivers rebuke in the sideboard yeah. and confiscation coup. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and with three scarab gods, this deck is definitely better against control game one than mm-hmm. teamer is probably. Yeah. And the glint sleeves are really good against control. Yeah, very true. And it probably boards potentially better than long tusk up. Yeah, like both pre and post board, this deck is probably better against control than teamers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you expect a lot of control, I guess this is a good this choice. This might be a good choice. Yeah. 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 Anyway, really interesting deck. Jabberwocky, great player. Someone who's known for having innovative decks and mm-hmm. doing well with decks that nobody else can. So this might be one to watch out for at the Pro Tour. Yep. So just before we finish up, do you want to give any quick predictions for the Pro Tour? That's the same. Much, much the same. Um, I think. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think for. I'm gonna go with the tank. Yeah. Do you want any suggestions? Okay. Uh, I think a sort of more mid rangey red red build is gonna do really well. Okay. Uh, like the sort of what we crossed on Harshment or main. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, I think. I think like red black is probably a better aggro deck. Yeah, to I bring like to the back. tournament. Yeah, yeah then mono red, uh, teamer. I think will be a lot of the field, and I guess there'll be a lot of different builds. But people will probably straight stick to straight teamer mm-hmm. more than four color. I don't think people are going to play something like this Jabberwocky deck. To be honest, I don't see a list no. like this showing up. And I, I think I can see. Well, sorry, you you finish your thought. I was going to say, and I think that uh, approach will show up a lot more than blue black control mm-hmm. as, as yeah. the control deck of choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that people might start to, you know, try to go over the top a bit more of each other with Teamer, expecting a lot of Teamer there. Mm-hmm. They might go on over the top plan, um, which could lead you down the Teamer black route, maybe yeah. splashing for Vraska as well, mm-hmm. I don't know, which could make Approach quite good. Yeah. I think I mean, Approach, I'm, I'm approach, could, approach could have a big, big showing, I think, at this program. Yeah. Yeah. The, the more mid-rangey the format gets, the better it is, really. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Although, like the fact that the main mid range deck has access to to the gates and spell yeah. yeah, it always is just a liability. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can beat that too at the same time. True, true. Yeah, you can bring yeah. in your creature package. Maybe I'll make a bold prediction that it'll be Esper approach with Scarab God. That, uh, Ooh, uh, that's the break into the right. tournament. Uh, over under on Scarab Gods in the top eight. Um, I'm gonna say under because I'm gonna sell mine. <laughs> on line. But, but hold, over over under what? Yeah, let's. Oh, sorry, let's pick a number. Okay. Um, I will say there will be I think there will be two decks with it in it 
But how many copies? I don't know. Okay, so uh, let's set the the number at six point five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the under on that. You take the under. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be less than six point five, or yeah. fewer than six point five. I think it'll be. The... I think there'll be five copies of the Scar of God in the top eight. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll be saying the same. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the over. Three. Ooh. So okay. let's let's reconvene here next week. All right. All right. See who who makes it. I'm pinning that one to the board. All right. <laughs> what? Now now watch as there's 32 scarab gods in the top. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think someone's gonna. I think um. Yeah, we just, I think I think there will be tokens, but they won't do well. What's what, what's the odds on Sam Black playing tokens? High. I think it's pretty. I think I think that is high. I know. He loves that deck. Oh, he created that deck, didn't Sam he? Sam Black. Yeah. Doesn't he work a wizard now? No. No? Who works a wizard now? <laughs> Michael Majors? Yeah, that's who I'm thinking about. The, <laughs> yeah. the other Death Shadow guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know Patrick Chapin wanted to play uh, an improvised deck before. In the last world tour he was going to go to. Yeah, improvised is actually decent now as well, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, There's yeah. also that Marionette Master deck. I think it's yeah. all right. It's not the best, but it's possible. Cool. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of the gift deck? I think gift deck is really good. Yeah. 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 I think a braid is, is laying low enough that you can play it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think Especially if people are going around with this Jabberwocky deck. No yeah. braids. No braids on no, that yeah, deck no, despite no. playing red. Yeah. yeah, I think I think braid is... Yeah, like I'm trying to braids over Chandra's and yeah, I think it's yeah, better. There we go. Ball predictions. Heart of Karen? Are we going to see any Heart of Karen? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're going to see a black-red aggro on the top eight. I really wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That deck is really good. Yeah. yeah. And there's a few different like, a few different ways you can build it as well. Mm. Like okay. with Hardy Kieran, mm. without Hardy Kieran, Nightmark and Lookout is very good with Ethers for a Harvester. Yeah. Things like that. Do you find return on Marty Vehicles? Possibly, yeah. Marty Vehicles is still good, I think, as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's fine. Yeah. And Marty Vehicles can board into things like Fumigate, which yeah. is very surprising for some mm. decks. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think it's actually pre- going to be pretty exciting because there's been a bit of churn in the format. I think it's not just it's not it looks like it's all just Teamer, but it's not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think the online meta has gotten a little bit inbred, maybe, mm. and. It's kind of an interesting positioning of like the Pro Tour in, in terms of how long people have been playing the format, where like it probably has, despite the l- relative lack of data, it probably the pros probably have a pretty good angle in, to attack the format from, I would mm-hmm, think, mm-hmm. in terms of just knowing how much teamer there is and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So I am interested to see how it goes. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, you can find us on Simplecast. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. Uh, you can get us on Twitter at Skullcrack. You can mm-hmm. email us, skullcrackpodcast at gmail.com. And that's going to be it. See you guys. Bye-bye. spooky one to be just finished up having um, we, we all agreed that we were all going to tell some ghost stories didn't we? Did sure. we? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, no, definitely yeah. Agreed oh, no, no, no. I, I was okay. joking but if, if you have any uh, have you probably <laughs> Do you have one? I have one, you want to hear, you want to hear one? Uh, as long as it's not mm-hmm. too spooky yeah. not yeah. too spooky, alright so, when the bread came out of the toaster no one knew what to put onto it marmalade butter Crumbs were everywhere. Oh no. Oh, wait, did you say ghost story? I thought you said toast story. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I did. Didn't you tell that joke many, many times when we were younger? Yeah, that's why it's from, it's, oh, no, it's from a Key and the Cal movie, and it's the oh, best okay. joke I ever heard. Ah, okay, 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 okay. It comes out every Halloween. I, I, I feel I, like I've, I've yeah. heard people groan at that lot many, many times. <laughs> it's like you remember the groaning more than you hear the exactly, actual. Yeah, yeah. Remember the story. No, I, I do have a real one, an SM. A real ghost? ghost? Yeah. In your pocket? No, not real ghost story. Okay. Okay. Actual ghost story. Go for it. All right. So this was um, a few years ago. Um, we moved into a house, uh, an old house um, in Beaumont. Um, so I suppose like, kind of, it starts off with, a, with an amusing story. We started going. It was that when we, when we moved in, it was me and, uh, me and five other friends. Uh, you know, the state agent you know, brought us into the house. The state agent was showing us around. I've been there before. Um, and so, it was, so it was a really kind of lovely old person house. Uh, the estate agent, uh, this is nothing to do with the story, it just adds some, some imagery. It was like the estate agent was the, the spitting image of Jared Leto. 
So Charlie that was showing us around his uh, old house. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, there was a uh, yeah, so going on. We were all sitting around, you know, this big table, and uh, he, you know, he, he showed us the lease, we were signing the lease and stuff, and he was talking about kind of neighbor, the neighborhood and all. Uh, and I just said, oh, there was. I, I said, oh, I noticed that there was some uh, ESB bills, just you know, out, out in the out in the hall earlier on. Uh, the last time I was here, and they're gone now. You know, is, are, will we be paying for those bills, or what, what's this about those? And uh, he said, oh, actually. The person who the person who previously owned this site, the, the, the person who previously owned this house, uh, passed away. So you know, we looked. So the family were looking after all the outstanding bills, and you know, it was all it's all gonna be fine. And then we didn't really respond to that because mm. we were like, "Oh, that's fine." But he took our silence to be like shock, horrifying. And he goes, "Oh, I mean, like she didn't die in the house. Like it, it's, I mean, it's not like it's on. I mean, like it's." I mean, I feel like there's, you know, he just started thinking himself. No, he nearly said it. He's like, <laughs> I feel like it, he, this house is really good. Feng Shui has really cool vibe about it. I'm a bit hippie myself. He just kind of went on in this tangent yeah, about yeah. how the house was definitely not haunted. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that was. That convinced you that the house was definitely yeah. haunted. <laughs> so, because he felt the need to say it wasn't. So, then that, that was just kind of a funny story that we, we, we told people who were over all the time. So, then a few months later, uh, in winter, which. Was, was this house in Sandry? Yeah, I was in Bond. So, it was oh. a house in, Lork- yeah, in Lorcan. Uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so a few months later, um, uh, I was sleeping in bed uh, with my girlfriend at the time, and we were. So I woke up in the middle of the night, and I, was, I had a kind of, of gasp because I, I had a nightmare. And you know, she turned over and said, "Oh, but what's wrong? You have a nightmare?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's fine. We we'll go back to sleep." And she was like, "Oh, you had a scary, uh, spooky dream. You had a scary nightmare. Oh, are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, fine. Let's just go back to sleep. That happens sometimes." Uh, and she goes, "Oh no, tell me all about it. Was there a scary monster?" I'm like, "No, no, you, you don't want to." You don't want to know what the dream was about. And she goes, oh, come on. And she, kind of, she like hit me in the face like, what? Well, tell me. And I was like, fine, blind. If you really want to know, in the dream, I was lying here. You were lying there. And on that windowsill, just over your head, there was an old woman dressed in black rags. She was combing her, combing her hair with a silver comb. She had her face, face away from me. She had a finger pointed down at you. And then when I looked up at her, I felt my body freeze and every bone in my body freeze. And then she, the, this woman sitting on the windowsill looked up at me. She looked at me with dead, cold eyes and her shapeless void of a mouth opened and screamed and it felt like every cell in my body screamed back uh, so oh the colour just drained from, from this, is, this is a true story Why? this is too real for the podcast yeah. <laughs> so then I said now if you don't mind I'm going to go back to sleep and then uh, I, I learned later on that uh, so she, she did not sleep yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh my was, god that was too spooky Al sorry yeah, I, how did you yourself in spookiness there yeah, yeah. I think I spooked myself <laughs> I, th- I thought we promised to keep the spookiness to the start of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have chills. Oh, God. Yeah. Are they multiplying? <laughs> All right, that's going to be it from us. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.